This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Betty White of Hyperion, Giga Pansu of Excalibur, Sean Wildclaw of Fairy. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Hello, Aerozine Adventures! Are you looking for a wise investment for your guild? Then look no further than the numerous flourishing Crypto Tombstone markets! Hop on now and be an early adopter of Crypto Tombstones and watch your guild skyrocket! Just what are Crypto Tombstones? Why, it's the promise that adventurers will add Tombstones to the Rowena market without all the needless grinding. The sheer number of promises gives Crypto Tombstones its weight! Foolproof! The Crypto Tombstone markets are at an all-time high, and there is no indication of things slowing down. Ever. So buy, buy, buy! Scion Coin, Rumpcock Gold, and Wark Donald Diamonds are all great investments, but stay away from the hearts and farts cash. That Crypto Tombstone market is full of holes. Crypto Tombstones. Tombstones of the future. Brought to you by the Sunsilk Tapestries, Eshtimes Aesthetics, and the East Oldenard Trading Company. Shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 143. And man, do we have a big show for you. Oh, small, small cast, but a big show. Joining me today is Kahlo. What up? In the juxtaposition. There's a lot of room over here. I know, right? A lot of space for activities. Yeah. yeah. Also joining us is Nika. And that's it. That's it. That's all we got. That's just us three. I know, right? I'd like to give a a super quick shout out in our chat to, uh, uh, what do they say their in-game name is? Hazel Sky. Okay. First time. That's a strippery in-game name. I'm just saying. Even real life, that's a strippery name. It's a very strippery name. First time uh, watching our live broadcast and first time in the studio. Welcome, Hazel Sky. That's what's up. Probably the only person here right now. Do some pole dancing. Anyway. We have a couple of our regulars in the studio right now. Thanks for uh, joining us today for uh, Limit Break Radio. We're excited to have you along. Of course, we've got uh, Live Letter XLI to talk about. I don't know, what is that? Is that 31? 31 XL? I think so. I yeah, because I think, I think XL was... was wait. No, because we actually, no, had, we actually did a triple X, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. That was 50, right? So it would be 41. Okay. Okay. 40, 41. Right. There we go. go. Okay. Yep, that yeah. sounds right. I don't know who, Roman who numerals. Cares? Anyway. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so thanks for joining us. We appreciate having you along. 
Fucking Kafka. I swear to God. We're going <laughs> to... Did they call us? I'm pretty we sure I called We did. We so called it. We yeah. so called this. I'm pretty this. sure we called it and we Nate was like, if this. Kafka's in there, I'm going to have to fucking end somebody. Oh, the, the, one of the last bosses is going to be Sephiroth. I already... I can feel yeah, it. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to get into it, but I actually have a theory that if they do this, it's going to be the stupidest fucking thing they've ever done. Oh, but, dude. But e- I'm going to hold on to easily, it. Easily, easily right now, we're at we're at peak stupid oh, for no. Square Enix. No. No? It's, it's, it's going to go further you think i yes i think this is pretty is. this is peak stupid for no me. I, it's gets nah it could get stupid it all right well anyway uh thanks for joining us uh welcome to the show uh if you'd like to join us in our in-game studio you can of course do that uh in old uh that's uh plot 30 whatever the fuck the goblet yeah whatever Fifth word <laughs> whatever the fuck whatever it is uh and there we Please go now i've got there we go now i've got the studio back up and you can see. So come and wave at the camera, shake your ass at the camera, do some pole dancing if you want to be a in-game stripper. Like yeah. Hazel Sky. Unlike Hazel Sky. Uh, that's a funny name. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot. Listen, we're, we're we don't have a juxta to beat up today. So um, call us up oh, and please. Uh, yeah. and we'll we'll beat you up over the phone. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. And it's funny because, you know, like I've seen a lot of, there have been a lot of juxta compliments in the last couple of weeks, weirdly. There has. uh, Like like either it's an iTunes review where they're like, I love his drops. He's the king of all drops. No, he's not. Oh my gosh. Don't say that. No, he's not. He's not. These are, by the way, these are mostly my drops that he's learning to, to, to play with. So until they're his drops, he cannot be called a drop master. That's fair. Yeah. I agree to that. Anyway, um, so uh, super glad to have you along for the show today. Uh, Of course, we do have a lot to talk about in this producer live letter. We're also going to go over the trailer. We're going to do a uh, breakdown of the trailer. The huge, if you will. That's right. So uh, if you would like to join us live again, that's on the uh, Sergeant Tana server. So uh, feel free to join us if you like. And uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash limit break radio is how that's done. Um, we've got uh, some ways to say thank you at various levels. Mm-hmm. If you come in, um, it'll also uh, scroll a nice little thank you on the stream, too. So, um, so if everybody will know. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that well, how how much you are not being stingy and are willing. That's right. Spend. Exactly. <laughs> so if you if you wanted people uh, to think really highly of you. Watch your EP <laughs> like grow. Now would be a really cool time to do a big Patreon donation. Just saying. Actually, maybe wait just a second while I get the. Uh... Oh, you don't have the <laughs> alert box up, you I, dumb shit. I do not. Give me just oh. one second, really quick. I'm Uh-oh. almost there now. It's not going to take me long. Uh oh. Is someone going to be able to get in before Kahlo's able to open up the box? It's a good thing that we didn't have anyone donating on the last on, we know on, of. <laughs> on final encounter cast. No, it's still it still would have popped up on mine. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, there, the uh, it's up now. Okay, all right. You missed your deadline. Shoot, but still consider uh, supporting over at Patreon.com/slash/LimitBreakRadio. Um, you, you help uh, keep gas in the tank, not just for this show, but for uh, final encounter cast and what will be the Let's Be Real podcast, as well as uh, um, Checkpoint Radio. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do this if it wasn't for you guys. So um, you can help us out over at uh, patreon.com slash limit break radio. Anyway, um, we uh, uh, yes. we have a rogue caller. 
Oh, we do. Yeah, I have no way. Like, I was going to be like, hey, what's your name? What do you want to talk about? But apparently messaging is disabled until a request is accepted. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. So, uh, mystery caller, the fuck is up? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hello, hello. <laughs> what's up? Oh, my gosh. Hey, um, so this is Hazel Sky. Pleasure <laughs> to meet you guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what's up? Hi. Oh, man. So excited. Um, So, what I wanted to talk about was... uh. Okay, so the trailer showed up. Me and my friend were watching it early in the morning. We were like, all right, this is going to be so cool. Yeah. This is awesome. Oh, honey. And they start playing the trailer, and we're like, wait, is that, is that, that's freaking Dancing Mad. That's Dancing Mad. Holy shit. You know, we started losing our minds. Yeah. We were so excited. And then about 30 seconds later, I realized, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. I don't want this. We, we are, we are so hyped. All of the hype for this game is coming from nostalgia. It is. It is. Everything that we want out of this game, everything that we are looking forward to is stuff that came out 10 years ago. Yeah. What's going on? Congratulations. You're woke. Yeah. Here's, and, and, and here's the thing is that nostalgia, like when you play it, nostalgia, it really only gets you so far because that, that, you know, very quickly, People realize like either, oh, this isn't what I wanted or this is pretty cool, but that's it. Like like you only get that feeling very quickly and then it goes away. If it's nothing but nostalgia and there's no real substance to it, it's more of a party favor. It's nice when they give it to you, but then what do you do with it after that? it's, It's a nice snack, but I've been waiting for my Final Fantasy 14 meal since like at least... I don't know, 3.2? Yeah, probably about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like, yeah, like, it, the the content has been slowly starved from that point on. And, uh, and, and yeah, I... I I don't like when things are being driven purely by nostalgia, but we knew that that's what Omega was going to be the first time we went in and and we knew we were fighting old bosses. Like like it was this is this seems to be uh, Square Enix like at their most uncreative that that right. I think we've ever seen them. Because you know? we had a nice like FF6 reference with the Warring Triad and that kind of stuff I feel like is cool and pushes into the lore like i mentioned and, and, before with crystal tower and the way they, that they made it part of 14 even right. rabbit aster is part of 14's lore it's not literally ff12 characters in ff14 like our uh, tactics characters either like right right and and the thing is is that <sighs> it really is literally like oh we know these stories omega knows these stories because reasons <laughs> and, Omega exists outside of time and space and, and and so you know here we go uh we get to to play all of our favorite boss battles from Final Fantasy Blah. like and it's and even even like you know what what was the warring triad in the last expansion is the four gods in this expansion and that's even that is just like Oh, uh, you now we're just recycling shit well, from yeah, Final Fantasy yeah, Eleven. I, I think what it, what, it, what it'll come down to for the four gods because the Warring Triad did have uh, a pretty neat story, right? It didn't do everything that we wanted to with it, but it explored some, I think, newer things. But otherwise, yeah, you're right. If it's literally like you know the the majority of this expansion was, which is like, hey, fight this thing because you know that's what you do, right? Then yeah, I'm gonna feel pretty let down. Yeah, um, yeah especially I'm feeling like they should have put the four fiends instead of the Biako Gembu whatever, and tied that into our lore. And that way, they don't have to put them into a nostalgia-filled circle battle later. Yeah, I don't know. Nostalgia-filled circle. Wow, that pretty much bottom <laughs> I mean, lines. That's exactly it. what this is, right? Yeah, and I like what Sam Cooper said in the chat. 
that they could have made Kefka a Gurleyan soldier who was instrumental in putting down Doma. That could have been cool. I don't know. Anything, anything. Like when they put Cloud of Darkness at the end of Crystal Tower, Cloud of Darkness was not literally the character from FF3. Unlike well, how like, Kefka and, and X-Death are literally the characters from FF. Yeah. No, and and I th- again, <laughs> like, again, Nika, to your point, they did Crystal Tower very well. They did uh, the Warring Triad very well. Those felt... That, uh, you know, they felt referential as opposed to like direct Copy ripoffs. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And uh, and that's that's been my biggest problem with it. Well, like, because I feel like the Final Fantasy series does that. They take the stuff that has shown up early, in earlier games and they just kind of they don't recycle it, but they um, they repurpose it. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's why we have nice. the same summons coming back mm-hmm. over and over the same kind of bosses. But like. You know that the ultimate weapon you're fighting in Final Fantasy VII is not the same one that you're fighting in Final Fantasy VIII. But in in this, we are literally fighting the exact same creatures. It's Eorzea's version of copy pasta. Yeah, kinda. I mean, that's it is. After a while, that's what it begins feeling like, and and that's I think that's the part that I find the most depressing is that it, you know. Uh, again, uh, to you know, to your point, um, uh, caller, I've, uh, God damn it, I can't Hazel. remember. Thank <laughs> you, I can't. I couldn't remember How your. I do you not name. remember Hazel I know. Sky. Um, so uh, <laughs> the the thing about it is, is that you know, yes, there is a, a recycling of design and assets. It's why behemoths are still, uh, you know, a, a character model that's cactars, you, yeah, Moogles. cactars, moogles. All of that stuff becomes not just referential, but becomes tropish it becomes sort of the identifiers of the series and it's like yeah oh this is going to be interesting let's see what they do with behemoths in this version of the game the and one thing ff15 did well was behemoths Behemoth is awesome. there you go right exactly and so that i think is much more well received by an ongoing long-term veteran player base as opposed to what we get now which is where you know, especially Stormblood has been very guilty of this, yeah. where it's been just a direct copy pasta of like, oh, let's not even give Kefka any original shit. It's just all of his moves and shit that he did when you fought him in the in the oh, SNES listen, game. Listen oh, to boy. his laugh. Oh, the music's there. Isn't it great? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. What I found funny, too, is that the one boss we all probably would have been OK with it being literally the same character was like Gilgamesh, because they're already. Yeah, because there's a that Gilgamesh yeah. can like tr- hop between whatever. But the thing is, is that they gave Gilgamesh original lore in this game. Right. And- they didn't even like that was the one we would have been able to forgive because of all the theories surrounding him already. But instead, that gets original lore, and the ones that we want original lore for, they say fuck that. Isn't that bizarre? Like <laughs> it's so it, bizarre. It 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 just feels like someone was asleep at the wheel for some of these decisions. Oh, yeah? where they were just like like th- this is the least care that I've seen Square Enix have with the Final Fantasy franchise probably in I don't know close to ten years, like at least since thirteen. Or okay. Least, yeah. Or at yeah. least I, I'll, I'll give 13's initial release, but like rejiggering the entire Fabula Nova Crystallis into <laughs> what it ended up being, like right, like that. It's that kind of level of mismanagement and incompetence that it feels like is being put on display here. Oh, see, you're, and you're that's actually frustrating. You're actually giving them some credit, calling but, it mismanagement, as if they're actually trying. Yeah. I think that they are so compartmentalized that there isn't any management going on that each com- uh, department just brings their finished whatever to Yoshi P, and he's like, all right, yep, put it in the pile, 
and it gets shipped out right. with no oversight I, whatsoever. I'm on board with what Traz is saying here, and as long with like that, that you know, the Decidia is coming out. These characters are in Decidia, as well as it being the 30th anniversary of Final <sighs> Fantasy. So, is there some way that maybe they're not doing this as hype for the other? games and as the 30th anniversary but yeah, okay yeah I, I can see that but like at the same time do you have to you know like whore up my game my favorite mmo to be able to try to sell copies of dissidia yeah and i kind of feel like yourself. if they had actually said as a 30th anniversary throwback we're gonna put in old bosses and i feel like people would even be more okay with that if they had announced something like that right or, or if they would have made it really a little like, bit no, more throw it apparent in. like omega you know brought to you because of the 30th anniversary ff Five or something, or, th- or think well, but make think it a little bit it. more purposeful. They already went to that well once, though, with Stormblood, because all of the Evilese raid is designed by the guy who was in FF12. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. They'd be going back to that well a second time, and at that point, I feel like it would just be putting it in lights and bold that hey except, we're just recycling bullshit at this but point. Except all the 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 Evilese stuff is actually lore within our game so like that i don't even give a shit about like that's awesome that's I, way better than what i we're mean getting. it was it was done better yes but it still stands that i think that bringing in those guest designers and guest developers was in a way sort of linked to the idea that this is our 30th anniversary so we, we want to do special stuff that we've well, no, never but done it, before but it was a way to try to push the ff12 remaster oh no, you're right that too they did come out pretty pretty uh, yeah, close to each other yeah actually. so uh, did it work did anyone buy the ff12 remaster because they went Not and did the because of that? Right? No. Not because of that, no. I'm just saying. And and here's the thing, uh, most Vani. We've been saying uh, FF14 Sephiroth is coming at the end of the uh, oh, Omega Raid. absolutely. Rape. Five and then six. Obviously, yeah. what's going to be next? Yeah. yeah. Duh. Like, it's yeah. it's so obvious yep. what, what they're doing yeah, at this and, point. In fact, my theory is, because we, we kind of briefly talked about this before, and I, I think it was Juxta was the one who who dismissed it, that, yeah, we'd, we'd go through... Obviously, uh, we've already been through five, and now that we have six, that confirms the pattern. Seven will be next, right? right? Yeah. Yep. We all think, and rightly so, that the final boss should be Omega, in which case we would just get three FF7 characters. Right. I think we're going to have four. I don't think we're actually going to get to fight no, Omega. Omega's going to be the super extreme savage I, boss. All right, maybe. If they introduce Omega as like, a fifth boss at the very very end maybe but it's going to be like the bahamut extreme it's going to be it's going to be omega what, what i think is going to happen is that we're going to finish omega's little trial or whatever he's going to be all happy and content that all right i find the most powerful being here and now because remember he's not originally from our world uh uh it was um midgar somer told us as much that he came from the stars I think that Omega is basically going to do like, all right, guys, you won. You're the strongest now. I'm going to peace out and see what I can find elsewhere in the galaxy Boop. and shoot off to his home planet. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, I think yeah. No, well, I think I think Nika's actually, right. Actually, you know what? I bet it's going to be the same shit as Bahamut. It's going to be Omega's ultimate extreme savage, but he's going to summon Xdeath, Kefka, and Sephiroth. Just yeah. like I don't think we're actually going to get to fight Omega himself. No, I, I think, think we will. will. I think we but will. But it's going to be in Savage Extreme. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, do you need four bosses from Seven? No. No. We Can don't. you think of four iconic bosses from Seven um, that you Genova? would want to fight in FF14? Well, there'll Genova, be a for Genova. sure. There'll be a Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Uh, I bet we would. No, because we already got the Scorpion in, uh, in one of the dungeons. Um, I have a theory for this. Okay. okay what's your, go, the- go, what's go, your, go, what's go your theory? Okay. So the theory that we have is two things. Number one. It's not, we're not going to just fight seven, okay? The first one in 
whatever the next one is. The first battle is going to be against Sephiroth, and then we're going to fight Ultimisha. Ultimisha. And then we're going to go up against Kuja, and Necron is going to be the neck, you know, the. See, that. You know, how X Deaths can form things. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. theory that we had, but the fact that all of this next tier is FF6. Six, yeah. Then that would yeah. be breaking with the pattern, so right. we're giving Especially because like, also Kefka has the two forms, and Sephiroth also has his angel crazy. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to build to Sephiroth because Square Enix is just devoid of any kind of creativity anymore. And they just want to take their they, really they just want to take their old the the stuff that they've already made and repackage it and sell it to you again. I mean, if that's not true, if that's not obvious by the FF15 Royal Edition bullshit, oh my god, then it is completely on it is, completely on display with Stormblood. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Stripper, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you being a good sport on the uh, on the teasing. Do you have any shout outs before we uh, let you go? Yeah. Uh, shout out to my friend Lynette Noir and um, basically everyone else who's awesome on Coral. All right. Well, shout out to Coral. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, we would love to hear from you. That's uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. What do you think the boss order is going to be for the next up to, uh, 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 for the, uh, I guess we already know the, the next tier of raid, but uh, the, the last tier of uh, Omega. Uh, give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord is how that's done. By the way, uh, no kooky today mm-hmm. so uh Kahlo is uh running running the phones all That's by himself right. so if you ever wanted to try to troll us now's a good time today might be a good day to do that because we're uh, we're all having through. to try to pay attention to a little bit more than we're used to so uh and i i like seeing him work too like that's another thing like it, like he's got to be able to earn his keep he can't just <laughs> sit back and crack jokes anymore and he's got to be able to he's got to yeah he's got to fucking get no no wait, you already wait. said yeah you did <laughs> i look um, pretty but uh but yeah uh give us a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord uh we're gonna get to uh checking out the uh the trailer here in uh in just a hot second it almost feels pointless to play the news. Uh, I, need, I need you to, though. I have something planned. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. Well, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News, then. This is a limit-breaking news update. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of no news going on, but luckily, I have someone on the call on the line here. Zero Yuna wants to talk to us about the credibility of Yoshi. News going on, but luckily. Oh, 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 uh, hey, zero, you're gonna have to turn down your radio. Wow, my god, I I don't I didn't think we'd ever have to tell somebody that they have to do that. Turn down your fucking radio, dickweed. Since you can hear us here, just pause the stream. Yeah, just pause the stream, mute it. You don't need to hear yourself. I know you can you can go back and watch it later and masturbate to it. (laughs) You don't need to do it now on the air. How do you know my secret, man? Uh, he does the same thing. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Anyway, what's going on? 
Holly, um, turn it down. Oh my god, mute it. Mute it, or I will fucking. I'm on my phone. I am sorry. I will boot it. I will boot you off this goddamn call. We can hear you. The problem is when you talk, we also hear us in your background. Oh, all right. I got sorry. Sorry, I'm mute. I'm sorry. God damn. Like you've never called a radio before. Now I'm calling to see. One of the underlining of the whole lie letter was um. He pointed out that the reason why he's not releasing Eureka in the, on 4.2 is because he wants people to basically flock to it. But yet, here he is saying that he's going to release um, the, the read, uh, Normal and Savage, all at the same time. But how'd that make sense? Like, yeah, why yeah. would you point your um, the whole um, wire to your readers, but everybody else wants to play this game every day, but yet you're not releasing the concept that people want to play just because people don't want to flock to it. That's that thing to me, that seemed like he lost all credibility as a producer. Like, yeah, in so, the future, like, like sir, how would you surprise, surprise, if, Eureka has been delayed till 4.25. Yes, told you so. Yeah, um, and yeah, he's uh, they're releasing both normal mode for or easy mode for, for the raid. And at the same time, savage, savage mode, and people I'm have been. I'm pretty well, sure they did that with the second and third tiers of the of Alexander. Well, yeah, well, because some people have basically uh, uh, said that you know they should maybe wait two weeks, kind of spread spread the content out a little bit. I mean, it's not like that's they do that, that with the release and expansion. Why? 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 Why would there's 25 people across all servers that are going to do the savage content? <laughs> yeah, like yep. what? Are you really are you really worried about those 25 fucking people not being put into I'm fucking not. matchmaking pools? God damn it, Yoshi P. Yeah, yeah. So, great. I'm actually great. See because I thought I thought when 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 you, in here when you said you want to talk about the credibility of Yoshi P, I thought you were going to try and back him up and like defend him. Like just think about FanFest. Like when FanFest comes out with this report this is point point two. When FanFest comes out, when he released something, to me it's like, "Oh, He's to say it, but then the, in the back of his mind, oh, people go flock to it. I'm just gonna wait three or four patches. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you gonna release it or not? Like, you have to release it and just hope for the best. Like, you can't just say people are gonna flock to it. Not you know, you don't want people to flock to it. People are gonna flock to it. Well, that's what they want to do. I, I think. I think what it what it does is that. It confirms the fact that the gear in there is going to be a stopgap in between yep. the raid tier gear and what we currently have. So it's basically going to be at roughly the same uh, stat weighting as your tone gear. Maybe a little bit higher. Maybe a little bit, but not by, not by much. And it does it does do a disservice to release that stopgap at the same time, because then you don't get to try to buffer out your content. Well, yeah, you know they have to stretch things out as much as they possibly can. But that's can. exactly what this is. This is fucking padding. Oh, yeah. And Knowing that people want it. Well, when he says, well, people would flock to it, so that's where you're going to wait. What that's saying is, look, by the time people get bored of 4.2, we know it's going to happen because they get bored with everything. Then we come out with Eureka, which everyone is excited for, and everybody wants to know what it is. It guarantees that anybody who left has came back. Yeah, kind of. And and the thing is, is that um, this is kind of a cheap technique that uh, that, you know, MMO developers will use. And I, I don't believe for a second, I don't believe for a second that. Um, oh, wait, I've still got music playing on the stream. Whoops. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe for even half of a second that um, the content's done. 
You know what I mean? Like if you're holding no, it, if you're not. holding it back at this point, I think that. It, it, the content probably needs more work, they're, and that just that least, just makes me concerned. Yeah, they're at least still doing final touches or bugs or things like that. And you know, when it comes out, it's still going to need an emergency maintenance or two. Right. Or um, here we go. What do you call? It? What do you guys thought on that? Like, sounds like it's like almost like Final Fantasy XI or thing where there's a death penalty, and I guess if you die, you also level down. I guess that's how. There's there's a little bit we'll 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 dive into. That's a little bit later though. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Anyway, thanks for the call, Zero. Appreciate it. Uh we always like hearing from you. Uh and uh again, I'm operating blind on uh on names today because usually people will have to send a message first and it's communicated between everyone, but uh mm-hmm. Kahlo doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, I'm and doing this just, thing over here like it's and the wild just, west. Just saying things out loud yep. if people are ready and telling me to fire music. I'm Go. gonna I'm I'm gonna blame no 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 I'm gonna <laughs> blame the fact that our our uh, update production rolled over into uh, music on me into into our fanfic music on our caller on you. That's that's your fault. See, it actually would have been perfect if they would have done that with our first. Caller. And the thing is, is that people on the podcast are not going to have any idea because I'm not doing any of that shit. Well, guess what? Maybe the people on the podcast should learn to come to the live show and listen to the podcast. Yeah. Then they would have context. <laughs> that's not a gigantic waste of two hours that you could use but it would help us i mean so yeah anyway yeah, so do it that's that's what it comes down to <laughs> helping <laughs> us and anyway uh again if you want to call the show I, I, apparently a lot of people want to sound off on uh this latest live letter limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limit break slash discord all right so let's go through and uh and actually watch the uh, 4.2 Rise of a New Sun trailer together. Mm-hmm. All right. um, so we, the way that we like to do this is uh, the first time that we go through it, we'll just play it t- like once all together. No stops or anything. Right. Yeah. No stops. And then we're going to go back and we're going to kind of dissect it scene by scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, here we go. Uh, Kahlo, are you ready? Because yep. we got We got to make sure that we are in sync here. Mission ready? All right. Style. Here we go. So uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, patch 4.2 Rise of a New Sun trailer. It's a God almighty. <laughs> Great to start off. Who are you? Dramatic echo. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Nika. Thanks. I am Asahi Sus Brutus, Ambassador Plenipotentiary of Garlem. I think okay. they ripped I think they ripped at least part of that name off from us. I think they did too, yeah. Yeah. Bitch coming out of the painting. I think uh we've seen an, a, a lot of other paintings in uh in Stormblood, I think m- maybe that might be a reoccurring device. Maybe if we get some hard mode versions of those d- dungeons. FF62, isn't it? Wasn't there a boss in FF62? There is, there there is, is a boss yes. That does that. Yeah. Oh, there's our undersea voyage. Oh, boy. This guy actually looks really cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it looks like Yoda with a turtle shell. Icons are a blight upon this stone. 
In his wisdom, Emperor Varus wishes to explore the possibility of an alliance to combat this An alliance? Okay, what they did to Bayako is fucking stupid. <laughs> stupid. I. This is bullshit. You know, all Circle Arena trials have to have some type of second form slash phase. Yeah, they all do. While I dare not give myself wholly to hope, I will not deny that I have prayed for such a miracle ever since that fateful day. I am bound by duty to ascertain the truth of the matter. Did Gosetsu not seem strange to you? Gosetsu's always been strange, bro. <laughs> yeah. Come. No! I don't want to! Is she, oh, is she kind of changing her voice a tiny bit? Her like voice yeah. is very different. It's Yatsuyu. Yeah. When the hour arrives, we shall welcome what comes. No, we won't. Open arms. We really won't. You speak of sins, my lord. But at whose feet do those sins lie? Yeah, the music is pretty fantastic, I gotta say. I mean, the same thing with the 5 remix music, yeah. that was very cool. So. Yeah. Soken's the only one that doesn't disappoint. I mean, I'm probably going to squeal all about this during normal mode, but then as soon as we get to Savage, I'm going to be like, alright, it's Like, it's going to be cool exactly one time, is my problem. Yes, one time. Yeah. Like, the first time we get to it, we're like, oh my god, cool. Sorry, no. Yeah. Wait for it. Hey, that laugh. Those scars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, it's nice that they put in the laugh, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I... Man. All right, we're going to talk about this. Oh, Jesus Christ. You want me to go get some, like, whiskey or something for us? Would that help? I don't know if it would help. I don't even know anymore. All right, let's, uh, let's start into this. Um... And uh, and take a look at uh, at some of it because there there are definitely some scenes in here that um, there is some coolness. I don't I don't want to be. Well, I don't. We didn't get any yeah. dungeon preview at all. Uh, well, no. Actually, here's the thing. I think that the dungeon was in there. Juxta actually complained about this. Uh, uh, he's up not here today, obviously, but uh, prior to this, you know, when the trailer first came out, uh, he's like, "Hey, you guys noticed how like they didn't put the title cards in there, telling us." what everything is right i yeah. actually preferred that because yeah. even though we can't necessarily tell things apart it makes it all seem more cohesive and like it's right. a trailer right. rather than a weird i mean i, I agree montage. rather than it being a literal preview yeah yeah so here we go we got doom train so that's you know people freaking out you know, about which that they shit. talked about like putting in way back like two or three anniversary uh, yeah things ago yeah i think it was two ago 
And uh, I mean, again, you know, it's I think I think it's interesting the way that they're presenting it, because, you know, they did have to give some a little bit of creative thought mm-hmm. to uh, to the battle platform. And to be fair now, to be fair uh, to, to FF14, I actually thought that this was a part of the Omega fights when I first heard about it, when people were me first too, talking about it. But this is um, it, it is a separate thing. Do you think it's going to be dungeon or a trial? It's obviously going to be story related. It looks like related. a story. Yeah, it's definitely story related. Ah, right. No, because remember they said that the new Trial of the Four Gods is going to go along in conjunction with the main storyline, right? Yeah. Okay, back in Sorry, Stormblood. Sorry, Ghost Train, Phantom Train, whatever it yes. is. It, Doom Train's the same thing. Yeah, it's it, the same it, it's, 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 Yeah, Fucking seriously. possessed train. At Middle some point, you know what? As Nika had pointed out, or maybe you had pointed out, every fucking fight needs a second phase if you think that it's not going to turn into Doom Train. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So so just like in Stormblood, we had uh, Hydrus, you know, in the Warring Triad. Brutus, I think, is who's going to sort of, uh, uh, you know, play in part with the Trial of the Four Gods. This is probably in some way leading up to Biako, I think. Yeah? Yeah. You think? I think so. Maybe. It's, it's, I mean, people it's are saying it's 05. People are saying that it's 05 in the chat. I don't think so. I don't think it no, is it either. Looks not, it looks very story related. Like, yeah. when it switches to Omega, I mean, you see Sid and you're like, it is definitely okay. Omega now. Yeah. This, sorry. Is story, this is story related. I've never had anything against your buddy uh, and War Wheezy, but because they're fucking idiots okay yeah, it, when it comes to 05 we have sid and we have uh what's his face the guardian nero. and nero did you see sid or nero in this at all no does it look like we're in a simulation no actually you know what this might be a dungeon the phantom train might be a dungeon yeah i think i dungeon or a dude no it's gotta be a dungeon it's dungeon. a dungeon. It's a dungeon. We got our hard mode. Wait, do we get two it's or three a, it's this defi- time? This is, you know what? This is definitely a dungeon. Look at look at the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to, uh, and and what's throwing me off though is the shit with the Garleans, right? Because that's voice acted, and it seems like a little bit more of like a story mm-hmm. thing. Maybe this is, you know what? I know what it is. It's an MSQ dungeon. That's what it is. People are saying that Yoshi confirmed Phantom Train is 05? Bullshit. Multiple people are saying that. Now. How does how does it out. how does it make any sense that suddenly you know we're we're sitting here with the Ironworks team and Sid and Nero doing this whole Omega thing, and then suddenly we just allow more Garleans to show up yeah, and no, work with so. us? I think maybe that was mistranslated from the live letter. There's no way. Yeah, they're saying O five is train, Chadunk is O six, Guardian or O six, Guardian is O seven, and Kefka must be O eight. Is probably what they mean. No. No, five, six, seven. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, just look at the cinematic from the game, though. It doesn't... None of this... None of this looks like it's... It's the Omega simulation of shit. No, and then it shows us Omega stuff later why this, would it, it this looks like a straight up dungeon look you're actually having to traverse the goddamn train you're fighting trash Come on now. All right. I'm, I mean, okay, well, here, I will say, if they make, say, if this is 05, and it is not a circle arena, I will, I, I don't know, I will accept that. I'll be <laughs> shocked. I would be shocked and ex- happy at the same time. I'll be goddamn shocked. We I don't think that this is it. brief looks at Sigma Skate version 1 and version 2. Version 1 will have adventurers face off against Phantom Train. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That seems fucking dumb. Well, now we look like we don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. It's fine. We I don't. don't. So we don't know, always look like we know what we're talking about. And this is a good 
time to show people that, look, when we're wrong, we can say, all right, apparently we're uh, pleasantly surprised, Volkai. No, because now if I mean, this it's is to say. no, because it, it doesn't make any goddamn yeah, sense. Now it's now it's in uh, inconsistent with yeah. the original Omega fight. Yeah, it's inconsistent with everything that they do. Can we, I, I don't know. Well, all right. Okay, I then. mean, I'll take it if that's what it is, but we'll have to wait and see. It's but fucking yeah, eight it's, people it's, there. That's so fucking it's not a stupid. So the entire first. Why would they? Wh- hang on. The why, entire why, simulation why, takes place on the Doom Train. Then why? Why is it? Why is it that that is excerpted away from all of the other? Omega, all the other Omega, Omega stuff. stuff. It's totally separate. It, yeah. it was. It was blended right in with all the story cutscenes. Then it goes right into another battle, and then Alpha Dot. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Yeah, no, Strife, there's more than one dungeon, though. Wait, is, is this a patch where we get two or three dungeons? We get two dungeons, we get a hard mode and an in a Oh, right, original. it's only one or three, or one or two. Three, would I get three? We, the last the patch, we got one, so this should be two. Yeah, we right? Hell's Lid is the new Hell's one. Hell's Lid, that's right. And yeah. then... And then something else, I forget. Yeah. They already confirmed them, didn't they? They did, they did. Yeah. All of this shit blends together after a while. And then oh my god, look at these fucking idiots. They don't even know what they're talking about. Why do they continue to do this show? Sorry, for, for, for a second there, I thought that Square Enix would stick to some type of consistency. Fuck me, though, right? I just, listen, I, I'm, I don't know. I'll take, I'll take that as if I, was, I will take anything that's not a circle arena at this point. Let's go. I mean, sure, but now <laughs> I don't care if it's a uh, repeat boss now. They better, they better, look, look. If, if the first arm of Omega is any indication the team that is in charge of this is creatively bankrupt. So I'm going to be interested... Oh, really? This is the thing that you're I'm going to to be interested to see how they think that they have adequately gone from being like, look, uh, Seed and his Ironworks team are specifically in secret dealing with the Omega threat that no one else knows about. This patch seems like Square is giving us a handjob but not letting us come. It's gonna be fun for a second, but then a big disappointment. Yes, it is, Neozek. Huh. And how they're gonna go from <laughs> that to suddenly being like, yeah, now the simulations are all-encompassing, you're not in a weird little arena, maybe it's in real life somewhere, oh, and also some more Garleans have shown up, and we're gonna join forces with them and let them play along with us? I don't know, man. I, I, I it, it, again, this is totally inconsistent to everything else that they've done, and what, what's, what's, Weird about it is why would you do that in the middle of uh, of, a, of a raid tier? Yeah, the only thing that's throwing me if off you're right gonna, now is it, the fact that we see Brutus in those cutscenes. Right. That that's it. If it wasn't for that, then maybe they could gymnastic them way through it somehow. But it's I'm not seeing it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If you want to call us and uh, tell us how dumb we are, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We can get into a shouting match if you want. Because here's the thing. is oh, that you know why? Because you know it, we're even, traversing it, the trash? It's normal mode. You always traverse trash in normal mode. And I, then when Savage Mode comes, it's going to be a circle room with the train. In what in 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 <laughs> what one in what one uh, did we do that for the last tier? Because I don't remember any lead up to any of the bosses. It just went straight to the fucking. Boss. Well, you in between when you were like unlocking the next one, you'd do those little tests where you quote unquote fought crap. But no, there wasn't any trash in the actual. That's what I was going to say. Proper. Yeah, yeah. When you queue into them, you're not fighting anything outside of the the boss. Yep. 
Oh, so. yeah, that's true. Omega was different. And Alexander was like that. Alexander had, uh, you one know, had like one, pulls. yeah, like one or two or three trash pulls in the entire thing. Mm hmm. And they've been slowly getting away from this, yeah. this idea that, you know, you're right, you know, like, like Binding Coil of Bahamut turn one, you know, style raid. Yeah. That, yeah. that that's what you expect when you go in. It can and, be a zone right, into itself almost. Right. So, the, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm very surprised that, that this is 05. But you know what? I also don't give a shit. Is is the bigger problem <laughs> is I'm like, because eh, I know about all of this content that it's going to be a one and done scenario yep. that I'm going to do it once. And then, you know, I'll do whatever I need to do to get the reward. And it doesn't matter what that content is, because you can just blindly copy and paste anything into that. The problem that I have with it is is really it's a consistency thing, right? We were we didn't actually go to any worlds in the first leg of Omega. We were very much in a simulation, and when you looked around you, you could clearly see that, right? right. This looks like it's in the real world someplace. So one of two things is happening here. You, you look like you're moving through physical space. Yes. So either A, they just decided to fuck the consistency thing, or Omega upgraded himself to put you into virtual reality, or... This doesn't actually take place in Omega, and that's why we see the Garleans. We go out to do something else. Okay. But then explain to me why FF6 stuff actually exists just within the world. Like, like it's no longer just a, a legend now. Uh, well, that can be, I mean, you know, it's like how Crystal Tower exists in the world. It's nice just story. a reference. Yeah, so the, thing. the train could be its own thing, but it then could be. It could be. It may FF's not be a part of a, be yeah, okay. summoned from a legend. Okay, so, so. That I would that I would be probably a lot uh, that I would have a, a lot easier time to. Uh, accepting. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we see Alphano doing things, people running. I I, I yeah. Uh, we we get to see. I think that's probably maybe a little bit of Hell's Lid down there. You think? Yeah, that's that's what I'm guessing that might be. Yeah, because there's only. Four people. That's got to be Hell's Lid. Yeah. Four people. Uh, that looks like maybe a the boss. One of the bosses there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be fighting worms. Yay. <laughs> right. Uh, underground. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, Undersea that turtle Voyage. guy is definitely Hell's Lid yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Look this at looks the fire. Like, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Circle Arena, but it looks cool. So then, and then we go back to the those back these to new mode. these new Garleans that are now for some reason. Pointing us in the direction of the four sky Baco. gods. So here we go. We get to see uh, Bayako and um, this strange second form that he's got. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? I totally missed that. It was so fast the first time around. I don't know what? how. I don't know how you missed that. What the know. fuck what is, is this? He's what kinda, is this? He's what are you doing? Got some. It looked like he had some Sephiroth hair going on. Sephiroth hair. I mean, he's he does. St- he's got the. He's got a His right arm as the tiger. Head. Yeah, that seems a little <laughs> bit much. He's a trance. Oh my god, it's Beast yeah. Wars. Beast Wars crossover. This is fucking dumb. <laughs> dumb. This does look the really crusty cred says Why he did, looks like something out of Power I mean, Rangers. They're probably trying to relate it to some kind of god in 14 lore, and if they I, I can't imagine how they could do it well. Stop it. I can't. I can't, ima- I can't. Why? Why does he? Why does he look like he was based off the Ultimate Warrior? Like he's so fucking ripped, it's silly. 
He's yeah. he's swole as because everything Uzra has Dajan to be fuckable. Saying. Remember, <laughs> who would want to fuck that? Besides the weeb, everything I guess. in Square Enix graphics has to look fuckable. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Which arm's right? his fappin' arm? I think it's the one with the tiger head. <laughs> I think it is. That's probably a pretty good guess. Oh, God. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I have a problem with this. Uh, I, I have do. so many problems with this. But I, I mean, at I, least now, we can't sit here and bitch about them just ripping off of Eleven's assets. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new Bianco, guys. At, but at the same time, though, at the at the exact same time, <laughs> this is not don't not like this, Square Enix. Not, not like, like this. Not like this. <laughs> no, this well, is, Square Enix. No, think, you're drunk. Go home. I think what their strategy is is to make you get to the oh, point where you're like, all right, Square Enix, just go back to ripping things off. I don't care. You don't have to be original. Just go back to normal shit. I mean, you, you you had said it. You had said it earlier, uh, Kahlo, and I agree with this. Creatively bankrupt. Who who put this design on the on, that that looks like on the board and was like, "Yep, this." That looks like this. something that look. Someone had uh, someone had, went on a bender, right? They came in the next day completely hungover out their ass, realized it was the deadline for Biako, and they Googled Biako, came up with some fan art from some furry dickhead on DVNR and was like that's the one printed it off stuck it to the board Yoshi P came in and goes add it to the pile this is patently fucking retarded yep ugh why Square Enix why do you do these things because they don't know what their player base wants you know what Here's what here's what I think we have to hope for the Overwatch League goes well and Blizzard gets even richer Blizzard could buy out Square Enix and turn them around. That's yeah, I don't know that I'd. That's that's what I'm hoping. For. I don't. I don't know that I'd hope for that. Couldn't get any. I, I don't. I wouldn't hope for that. Uh, so I. I just I hate this so much. Yeah. So let's move past it. I hate the buff Biako bullshit, and then and then of course yeah he can summon a Biako that goes back into his arm to you know do. Biako stuff. Uh, well, uh, it looks like they're Twintania dive bombs, but whatever. It's just a long neck. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, like if it would have just been like his fist was the head, that's one thing. But that's just that's ridiculous. Let's let's that's get an item mechanics. Let's let's get it. Let's get a good look at old boy here. <laughs> old boy. <laughs> let's get a let's get a good look at him. First thing, actually, something that I didn't notice. But I'm now noticing, uh, because of the freeze frame, the Garlean ship that's up here over kind of ominously oh, in the yeah. corner. Just watching us. Yeah, I wonder, maybe that's what delivered us here, maybe? Cause, yeah, since the guy's like, hey, yo, what's up? Yeah. I'm going to take you there. Yeah, they're definitely the the hydras of this chain, and it seems like right off the bat we're, uh, we're working with them. So Yeah. That I mean, interesting that we're working with the Garleans when potentially for the next expansion we could be going to... Dude, I'm telling you, Garlemal. I'm telling you, it's wh- fucking. Whether, it's Dragon Ball Z logic, whether isn't it? or not. Uh. Whether or not we we actually form an alliance with Garlemald as a whole, when we get there, there is absolutely going to be a division amongst the Garleans, and we will 100% team up with Garlean rebels or something. That way. They can recycle plot points from Stormblood. Oh yeah, that is a, that is a machinist <laughs> turret uh, limit break. Sorry about that. Oh, is that is that a turret? Yeah, oh. I believe it is. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> Fuck you. They don't even know anything about this game anymore. They don't know anything about this about fucking Final Fantasy. 
God damn it. We really don't, do we? Uh, foil for cryo. Why? We don't even use cryo. <laughs> cryo uh, would have died when her echo was drained and we would yes. all be sad and her purpose would have been fulfilled. Yes. Did they have to give her the Yotsoyu hair? Yeah, she's Yotsuyu hair and glasses. Is that supposed to make her look smart? Uh, no, it just makes her look um, insufferable. Yep. Like the minute that this character would talk, I would just, ugh, please, no. No more. And I don't even know why. Like, why <laughs> Why even have a, a foil for Kryle anymore? Exactly. We didn't, we barely used her in Stormblood. We haven't seen her since. Okay, now. I mean, maybe we have. I didn't finish the storyline so far, so. Okay, now this is interesting. Chat, since you're so fucking smart, the fuck is this? <laughs> I'll wait. Huh. What is that? What do you guys think that is? Um. I think it's a good question. Yes. Uh, let's see. It, oh, it's they're saying that's Eureka. That's what they're saying Eureka is. It's a castle, says Carletta. Thank you, Carletta. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Eureka, it was explicitly stated. Explicitly said. N- n- listen, explicitly. none of a Dude. Gisela says it looks like Charlayan architecture. <laughs> Dalaran. <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Some of those uh, uh, answers I would actually like better than what it actually is. So, what the? <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'm I'm legitimately I'm I'm legitimately frustrated because none of us apparently actually sat down and watched the full live letter, so we don't know what half of this shit is. No, way to go, guys! Nice job. I bet Juxta did. Appreciate the hard work, guys. We deserve all of the money that we get for this show. That's a strong word. <laughs> Okay, we need we thanks, need to stop thanks, here. We thanks, need to stop here. I, thanks, I, 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 have, I have some I have some issues with this. All right, so so uh, we should hate Yatsuyu, right? She's an evil bitch. Okay, so I would assume that the first time that we see her again, everyone should want to kill her. But it looks like they're they're pretty buddy buddy, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. I'm afraid that Gosets is going to bring her back and basically be like, oh man, they're not going to like you. So we need to pretend that you're someone else. And apparently, everyone's going to fall for it. And that's why her voice sounds so fucking no stupid. No way that anyone would believe that was anyone else. Really? It's not like uh, we the, thought that... The characters that are not that stupid. It's not like they did that with one of the Scions for two fucking expansions. I mean... What? Lise. Yeah. Lita. Yeah. Yeah, but she's wearing a fucking mask. Like, you know, and she she's wearing a hat. And... The other scions, so a lot of them didn't even know Lise, and the ones that did said that they already knew but didn't say anything to keep her cover. This is a very different situation. There is no way they would not know who she is. You want to bet money on it? But see, I feel like they trust Gosetsu, and that's why they're like, wait, but doesn't Gosetsu seem strange to you? You want to, yeah, because he's hiding something, and that is that it's actually Yatsuyu. No. Bet you money. It's so obvious that it's Yatsuyu. I will bet you money. This is, this is the same trope that allows Superman to go unrecognized by putting on fucking glasses. Kind of true. I mean, it could be. Who knows? Oh, look at Yogiri's angry face. She definitely knows. Well, of course people are going to suspect. That's the whole plot point and right there. And to be there. fair, Yogiri's face is always angry. Yeah. It's, it's a ninja thing. 
All right, here we uh, get more of the uh, eating balls. Omega shit. Yeah, see, so if that was Mega Omega earlier, why would they then now show us more Omega shit at the end? It's like they're breaking it up in in the section. I don't know why. Just to trip us up. So here we go. Parade of old Final Fantasy bosses. There. Yeah, you see all those old bosses there. You see Altros, you see all the other bosses. Like I, There's a Magitech thing. I, I think that showing the old bosses, that's probably maybe showing us the results of some of the other tests. Oh, the other trials and stuff. Yeah. yeah the competitions. Yeah. Like, why would they separate them like this? It is very confusing. And of course, you know, all of the Japanese that I know, I could have sat down and watched the live letter and be able to figure out that he was explaining all of that bullshit. Because, you know, they do live translations like that. Yeah, that was actually my original thing was I read all of the notes. Yeah. All of us read the notes. I can't understand Japanese. All of us read the notes. I had to read none of us sit here. None of us sit here and watch this fucking bullshit because none of us know how to speak Japanese. So way to go, you guys! You guys are way smarter than us. You got one over on us a couple of times, and you've read through more notes than we were able to read through. Good for fucking you. Google translated it yourself. God damn it! I am so fucking sick of our chat room right now. I'm so fucking sick of you. If you pieces of shit want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. I'm waiting for you. All you have to do is pop into the on hold and in LBR calls, tell me your name. You fucking, you these fucking cowards won't do it. They'll be like, oh, well, I read on Reddit that Yoshi P said that Doom Train is definitely 05. Definitely. And then when the shit comes out, they're wrong. And then they go, oh, well, I read it on Reddit. Fucking assholes, man. I'm so tired of this bullshit. Spend so much fucking time trying to program this show and all of the other bullshit that we do. And then you guys want to sit there and, and, and pick apart literally everything that we fucking say. And we cool? If we're wrong, we're wrong. That's fine. No, no, fuck that. No? I'm not wrong. Oh, okay. I'm he's, never he's, wrong. He's, he's call, like if I'm going to be... Fuck that. If I'm going to be wrong, you got to call me and tell me that I'm wrong. Okay. All right, and if they prove you wrong, then you'll you'll cop to it. You better come with sources. You better come with links. You better come with the original translation, who translated it, and when they translated it. Timestamps. That's right. Let's go. Also, I didn't if think that's, people if still that's the expectation for us, that's my expectation for you. Because people hear one piece of information and then they assume that it's fact and word of law. Whatever. And, Snakes and it might have be, legs. But, you know. It's fact. Fucking call. <laughs> Fucking call. Nobody's in there yet. Call. M- make me look stupid. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we have a little information about... If you, want, if you want to listen to a show that just regurgitates bullshit that they read other sources, then you know what? Mr. Happy has got a show for you to listen to. I'm sure that there's still a, like four or five different stinking Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> shows that exist out there. What the fuck is Frosty okay. TV up to these we, days? We, Who gives a shit? I, I'm, I'm going to need you to step out of our, our LBR atmosphere here just for a second. Cipherler, uh, whatever, says only autistic people donate pay these guys Lamau can't wait for this show 
to die off. We're on episode 143, dipshit. What's Mr. Happy doing for FF14 nowadays? I honestly couldn't tell you. What's he probably Joe? made a video about the live letter. So. Oh, right. Probably. <laughs> What's oh, Joe? and it's probably accurate to whatever whatever Reddit said. What's Joe doing for FF14 these days? Uh, just playing Black Desert Online. Oh, oh, okay, what what other FF14 shows have been around for 11 plus years? Spawned two additional shows, one of which is on 45 stations internationally. Hmm. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're on our deathbed, man. Yeah, we're really struggling. Keel over. Really hurting. We're not dead. Not dead yet. <laughs> it's gonna be a while. Anyway, um, I just I, I I get I get so fucking tired of people thinking like they know exactly what the fuck they're talking about when we we all have the same amount of information. We all have the exact same amount of information. I'm sure if you want to go and dig through translations upon translations because you got nothing else to do with your time, fine, go for it. I I have shit that I got to do. I got jobs that I got to do. I got fucking bills. To I got pay. yeah, bills. I got to pay. I got bitches delay. I've got more important shows to worry about. I know you don't probably like to hear that. Ouch! Ow! Shots fired at ourselves. I mean, the thing is, though, is that when this game receives so little content and the content that we do get is so underwhelming, how do you expect me to be able to stay plugged into exactly everything the fuck is going on in FF14? I can't. It can't sustain my attention. You know what you need to do? What with all those uh, with all that money that we're, we're that we're getting from our fans and that we're using to put checkpoint on the air? Maybe instead, right. you take some of that money yeah. and buy those Google Translation earbuds. Oh. That way, you can listen to the live letter live and know what the fuck is going on in Nero. I got your back, chat. There we go. Yeah, that's a good use of plausible money. It's plausible. Not really. That's the thing we can do. No. You want to know a little bit more about Bayako and the Jade Stoa? Not really. All right. I don't want to know. Bad. I don't know. I, 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 I'm good. I'm, I'm good to wrap up this episode. I'm so disappointed from watching that goddamn trailer. To be fair, I'm actually afraid to read some of this because I might be wrong. Can How about this? Uh, uh, can somebody who is correcting us call us in? I'll, I'll make sure Nero's nice to you. We're not going to be mean to don't you or anything. Don't make promises that you can't keep. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be nice to you, and we know Nico will be nice to you because she doesn't have a mean bow in her body unless she's being elitist about something. You call in, and, and, and I'm going to have you read through the patch notes or, or the live letter notes for us. That way, if there's any uh, inaccuracies there, you guys can correct them. Yeah. That seems fair. Scuba Steve's really wondering when the show's going to get back on track. I think we should just all sit here silently We're, for 15 minutes. We are on track. Did, no. you, did you not hear us talking about Doom Train earlier? It's a literal train. Yeah. But I'm... Sh- <laughs> Oh, that was bad. You guys, oh, you guys that was some, bad. You guys want some drops to fill the void? Oh, let me see what I got here. Oh. Awesome. Great. That's us. Uh, Are you even trying? See, now we can we can just get lost in drop holes for the next and half an hour. I can't fucking stand being in the same room with her. That's what I would say about most of our chat room right now. Yeah, that's fair. I can't stand that's being fair. in the same room as them. In fact, you disgust me. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Also, yes. Outstanding. <laughs> Isn't it hard, Juxta? What the fuck? Oh my god. Uh, Awkward. And the th- and the thing. Look, uh, listen. Uh, the thing is, is that I'm sure that there's going to be people who blast this video all over Reddit. 
Because that's inevitably that's inevitably oh, what happens. The when, YouTube comment section is yes. going to be lit. Oh, AF. oh, that Freddie Twenty guy is going to be so far up my ass on uh, on on the YouTube comments. Oh man, I should really look out for that one. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. What's the thing? Is that unlike a lot of those streamers and other shows that we mentioned where, you know, Final Fantasy 14 and and the Final Fantasy 14 community is really just a stepping stone for them on their way to I don't know what the fuck their end goal is, but on their way to some myriad of of greatness, I'm sure Um, that that's not what we have ever done at Limit Break Radio. Uh, you know, when we were when this was an FF11 show, we rode that bastard all the way into the ground until no one, literally no one on this staff had an interest in Final Fantasy 11 anymore. And then when we brought it back for FF14, we said, all right, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it our way. Uh, fuck everyone who listens. The number one fuck goal. Everyone, basically. The number one goal is that we need to be having fun. Yeah. We need to be having fun. Like exactly. Outside of the game. Separate from the game. We have to actually enjoy what we're doing. That way, if the game tanks or if it's a piece of shit, we could technically, theoretically, still do this as long as we want because guess what? It's fun. Yes. And and, and here's the thing is that, you know, uh, all of us have been kind of struggling with paying attention to what is going on in FF14, Nika included. I think think much (laughs) of our audience is still in that same boat. And so, you know, uh, if, you know, if you want, if you want to, to fucking uh, have everything super well researched, you know what? Uh, sorry, we out of necessity, we've had to move on and broaden our horizons. We don't shutter Limit Break Radio for two reasons, because we respect the lineage of Limit Break Radio and our connection with the Final Fantasy online community. And we think that it would be disrespectful to take your money and then shutter a project. You can not like the content that we make anymore and you can stop giving us money. That's fine. Those are all well within your rights to do. But we're not just going to take your money and run and go, hey, we're doing Checkpoint now and that's our thing. We're going to try to maintain all of our products as long as we possibly can. Square Enix has not been doing a very good job of maintaining their own product. But yet, in that time, we have still been able to maintain a weekly FF14 show. Something that very few other places are able to do, whether out of content that they can cover or enthusiasm for the game. And despite our flagging enthusiasm, we're still here each and every single week. With passion. That's right. And gumption. A lot of it. Shut up, Nika. So if you want <laughs> if you want 100% accurate information, go look it up on Reddit. Go look it up on the fucking official forums. We're going to present to you an entertaining show. And if you want to jump all over all our balls in our fucking Twitch chat, then you know what? That's fully your right to do. But... I'm not going to sit here and not talk about it. I'm going to berate you back. I'm going to call you fuckheads. I'm going to call you know-it-alls, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to make fun of you because you've now uh, you've now uh, assaulted my ego. <laughs> that's that's a dangerous and you thing to do. never want to do that with me. Nope. That's, never want to do that. Only to telling him that what he calls humor isn't funny. Yeah, never tell me I'm not funny. God forbid. <laughs> Because I can, here's the problem, is that I can break down exactly why it's funny, (laughs) 
And I can tell you in 40 different ways why it's funny. Because I've thought about why it's funny. I thought about the setup. I thought about the punchline. And I've thought about how it's going to be received. And if you didn't laugh, fuck you. That's your problem, not mine. All of the parts were there. Unless I'm improving, because then you got to work on the fly. Anyway, let's go to our phone lines. What's going on? Uh, who's Who we got on the line here? Locks Zoldick. What's up, Locks? Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, Hi. you know, another day in the office. Another day in Final Fantasy War. Yes. Okay, so, what's up? So, here's the thing. I wake up the Friday to see the light letter because of the Twitch notifications. And I was so sleepy. Let's go to see why is this thing. And after I watched the trailer, I closed Twitch and gave back to sleep again. The yeah. trailer really tells you all you need to know, and apparently it doesn't even tell that well. Yeah. No, not at all. And 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 the thing is, is that, you know what, I would have been right there with you. If 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 I had tuned in for the producer live letter and uh and and been doing my jab, quote unquote. Um, if I had done any of those things, then I would have probably tuned out after the trailer because I've just, I, you know, Hi. It, it's, it, th- I mean, that's part of it is that, <laughs> you know, I don't need to listen to two people saying hi at each other for 45 fucking minutes. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, I, I just, that trailer is so underwhelming and is really just meant to play at our nostalgia. How many different nostalgia points is it playing at? You've got Bayako in there, even though it's buff, stupid Bayako. You've got Doom Train, Phantom Train, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Ghost Train. Ghost Train, whatever. And then you've got Kefka and all, also the myriad of other. And all the music. The music and the FF6 bosses. And it just seems like a, a blatant play for all of the reasons that you used to like Final Fantasy. Well, they're not duh. here. They're not and here. The they're they're stripped out elements of them. They're sort of like the ghosts of them. But uh but but you know, um give us your twelve dollars for this month. And the problem about this type of nostalgia is that is uh we know how it's going to be because in the last right here uh, the only thing that we were knowing about this boss, about this character, was Nero saying that they are favorites from I don't know where, and began to describe, and that's it. That's the story. <laughs> that's the story. <laughs> that's yeah. the story. Yeah, that's. I mean, and and that's the thing. I mean, at least it's more compelling than where the story is now, which is nowhere. You know, like I was kind of excited for the fact that the story is kind of, you know, the MSQ is kind of stalled out. Like we know that, you know, someone's got to be installed in Alamigo, but that was really kind of kind of it. And outside of that, none of that trailer really showed much about what they're doing in Alamigo either. Exactly. You could have taken <laughs> the story like in any direction. Them. And where did they take the story? Back to the Garleans. Oh, boy. And, and Doma. I'm sure we'll see a little bit in Doma. Doma and the Garleans. That's what everybody wants. Right? I just want Vader Guild. Right? Give me some monks, please. Right? Uh, supposed to be the monk expansion. Hi. 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 Give me I, some monks. Hi. Right. And now the worst possible situation for Eureka has happened because I think people are going to be so disappointed in 4.2 that they are going to say, well, let's wait for Eureka. And if Eureka doesn't deliver, oh man, Square is in very trouble. See, that's that's the rub right there. All right. Yes, sure. Yoshi P's doing a pretty good job with his whole, you know, cup game where he's going to get everybody to come back for 4.25 with Eureka. But 
if Eureka bombs out, and you know what? Even no, even if it doesn't, even if Eureka is the best piece of content that this game has ever seen, guess what happens when 4.3 rolls around? Any progress that we've made in Eureka is worthless now. So even if they do give us an amazing piece of content in Eureka, it's meaningless in 4.3, and we're right back to square one. Then what squaring is going to do? Then what's the plan? Fanfest hype. No, fa- no fanfest. <laughs> fucking fanfest hype. Fan. All right. First of all, fanfest hype isn't going to last that long. Oh my fucking fanfest. Are they? I I I have to wonder if Square Enix is even going to f- sell out fanfest this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Because that that will be a big. I mean, it's indicator. going back to the smaller location, so I bet they will. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Be- Unless they can rent out more of it than they did before. They knew they knew that they couldn't they couldn't fill uh, the Paris mm-hmm. this year. I mean, I, that that does seem like kind of the the sad fact of it is that there doesn't really seem to be a long term plan here. Yeah. Um, well, Neo Zex says, well, unless they expand Eureka as its own thing, which I doubt it. Oh, I'm sure that's the plan, just like they plan to expand Deep Dungeon, and we will get one in expansion. So you want to know when you're going to see your Eureka expansion? 5.0. There well, they, did, they did expand it, though. 5.42. We had, we had 50 floors, then 100, and then 200. So we did get expanded to Deep Dungeon. Okay, so, uh, you know... Here's the thing. We're at patch 4.2. We know what we're getting all the way through 4.25. Where is Deep Dungeon for Stormblood? No, they mentioned it. Remember? What Just was that? that they want to do it. They mentioned that they have plans for one. Okay, but <sighs> where is it? I, like, I still think it's that brick tower that goes on. No, forever. no, 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 no. no, no, no. What patch is it introduced? Yeah, in like though? where? Like where? What patch was the original one introduced in? Well, I House of the Dead, which one did that come from? I don't want to say anything because the chat's going to jump up my fucking ass if I get it wrong. Yeah, see, here's the thing uh, is, I think it well, was, I, I think it was 3.3 well, and 3. Point, or it might have been, I think it was the last couple of patch cycles of Heaven's Word that we had gotten, uh, that we had gotten Deep Dungeon. 3.4 is what Tarot Tarot said. Okay, so, but here's the thing is that my understanding that once we had gotten Deep Dungeon, like you, Kahlo, I was, t- I was under the assumption that oh this is a easily modular easily easily modular so that it would be in place right as the expansion launched for stormblood and then they would be kind of doing what you were talking about like a slow drip update every patch mm-hmm. and it would kind of be yeah. that little that little stopgap measure that you they, could they do. could like do it sort of in place of a dungeon for example right and so we didn't get it right out of 4.0. So, th- I mean, if it comes at 4.4, is that good enough? Because then, then to me, that says that this is pretty much relegated to uh, the end of your patch cycle. That if you like Deep Dungeon, that you've got to wait until the tail end of an expansion to even get that feature out. What's the point of it? At the that point? point of it is since it's coming at the end of the expansion is that's when people, I think, really, really start to fall off or 
that's when a lot of people are coming back to try and catch up on all the content. So you introduce something like Deep Dungeon so that when they're all out of content, they're going to look at all the jobs they weren't leveling or didn't get a chance to level, and they're going to use it to get caught up. It's really the exact same concept that World of Warcraft is using right now with its level scaling feature being implemented at the end of an expansion to hold people over till the beginning of the next one. Right, but I think that when they introduce a feature like that, they're usually very, very clear about whether or not that should be an expectation to have as a feature starting with the next expansion. Can you imagine if someone who had played towards the tail end of Heaven's Word bought Stormblood because they really liked Deep Dungeon? Ugh. Right? Like, how disappointed would they be almost a year later now? As disappointed as we are? That there is no feature even remotely like that in the game. Right? Like, the only yeah. thing that you can do is go back to, you know, go back to palace of the dead that's it so is that is that just like a glorified catch-up leveling feature is that yeah. what it's being relegated to honestly now? i think so and and what's going to be the true test of that when and if we do get a Stormblood era deep dungeon is whether or not it's the exact fucking thing or they meaningfully develop an add-on to we it. need to meaningfully develop the objectives on each floor and i'll be happy See, but I, I, I don't I don't see that happening though. No, it's gonna be the exact same thing just with Far Eastern yeah. at art assets. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, they're gonna swap out the textures and that's about it. You know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if the fucking weapons are the exact same ones just with a different glow. Ugh. Oh, don't say that. Blue. Ugh. They're blue now instead of red, guys. Anyway, Locks, thanks for the call. You wanna shout out anyone before we let you go? No, thanks for having me. All right. No, fuck it on the shout outs then. See you later, Locks. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it, buddy. We appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, we're taking your calls on uh, a producer live letter, uh, XLI41. I believe that's 41 that just yeah, went down. Sounds right. Uh, so uh, give us a call. Again, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in on Discord. So let's actually talk about some of the things that they had had to say yep. uh, out at, uh, at, uh, at the live letter. Now, I, I haven't had time to, you know really pay attention to, to much of the info that was coming Oh, that's out. fine, because a lot of it's fucking bullshit that we've heard before. Addressing housing updates, fucking job changes. And then, you know, just, that's, again, this is part of the problem, mm-hmm. is that, you know, if I'm going to invest myself in trying to keep up on a live letter at 5 o'clock in the fucking morning, and, you know, half of it is horse shit that I either don't care about, that nobody oh. cares about, or that, you know, you know what I mean? That it's just, it's such a pain in the dick. Nero, Nero, it's fine. The following instruments will be added to performance. Oh, good. Harp, grand piano, steel guitar, and pizzicato? Pizzicato. There you go, that thing. Yeah, they're adding those. So fucking cool. Yeah. No, actually, the only thing that I want to talk about, like, that, that I want to make sure we get in here, is we do actually get some... <sighs> Juxta was right. They didn't really showcase Eureka. They talked a little bit about some stuff, but it's it's not a whole lot. So we're planning to make use of elementals in Eureka Animos, coming in patch 4.25. Now, let me let me 
break down what elementals are really quick. So elemental modifiers, they plan on removing them from all gear and all materia. Um, elemental materials will no longer be obtainable from quest rewards and when converting a gear to materia. So all of your, you know, your wind materia, your fire materia, all that bullshit is gone now. Due to this change, consumables that provide elemental modifiers will be changed and or no longer be obtainable. And conditions for receiving bonuses as a miner or botanist will be adjusted. They said that currently there is a bonus which increases the number of items you can yield depending on each of the elemental properties when gathering as a miner or botanist. So that's something that's going to be changed and the bonus will be affected based on your maximum GP or whatever. Right? So this is DNM. That No, this is just saying that they're taking out the elemental stuff from the game. And that oh, okay. for, yeah, for like people, it, won't, it won't exist anymore. Like yes. no more elemental material. So people material. who are affected by it, okay, something will change. All right. So in Eureka, there is a unique leveling system known as the elemental level, and everyone will be leveling this. Furthermore, there is a unique system referred to as the Magia board, and players will place oh, Magicite into the board to strengthen elemental properties. Players will adjust their stuff? offensive and defensive elemental properties to fight against monsters. The experience point earned, earned from inside Eureka will be retained even when you leave. So it's going to serve in a similar capacity as Deep Dungeon does. Yeah, uh, the palm whatever. Yep, and you can continue the next time you enter. If your elemental level is higher than six, there will be a death penalty if you're not raised. So they're introducing a little bit of experience decay, it seems. And you can play this solo or in parties of up to eight people. And that's all we have about Eureka. But this is the... Uh, it drives... They're making basically a completely separate overworld for Eureka, it sounds like. Yeah. Where well, I'm confused then if the experience points do shit, are you not supposed to enter as your favorite job that you already have at 70? I mean, you can. Why would you need XP? Look, there, there, I think there's two things that are going on in Eureka. So, all right, first of all, think back to Deep Dungeon. As you go through there, you obviously level your job if it's not capped. But you're also leveling your weapon as you go along. Just just by attacking stuff and killing stuff, it goes up, right? Right. All right. So in Eureka, sounds, sounds like deep dungeon. Right. So in Eureka, we're going to have a magia board. Now I assume that the way that you level up in this isn't like your actual Eureka level isn't based on your job level or experience points gained. That's just a secondary right. thing. So that even after you finished going in there, they want you to keep going in there right. to maybe level your old jobs, right? Right. Somehow you gain either maybe elemental magicite or materia is now relegated to Eureka. And as you gather that, you put it into your magia board to activate certain things. But this is exactly the same fucking thing as as Deep Dungeon, right? Like where you're with the leveling system. That's different. I don't know entirely. I mean, it, it's it sounds, it similar, sounds very, very similar. It's serving a similar purpose as Deep Dungeon. If I were to try and... It sounds like it's the same thing, just called different shit. I think that it might be a little bit like Deep Dungeon meets Diadem, because it says that... Well, we've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, that different elements are going to be wanted depending on what you're fighting. So instead of just fighting up floors okay. and fighting through a predetermined route every single time, I think we'll be put into the land of Eureka, the new Diadem, and we have to go around deciding what we want to fight to fill out our Magia board, how okay. we want to fill it out, but we are essentially still just going in there to level up a Eureka specific gear set or I, wonder, I, I, I mean I wonder if if the progress is tracked so like like whether or not you start from from a, a fresh slate or a clean slate 
uh, every time you enter and you're given rewards at the end mm. and you still try to build those rewards? Or do you think that it tracks your progress? I think it tracks your progress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, War Wheezy saying Eureka is Palace of the Dead plus Diadem plus Relic books. That sounds mm, not too far not off. Not too far off. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because, I mean, like the Relic books were kind of, you know, the, the Relic pro- uh, uh, progress was outside of hunts really the only overworld content that we would ever get yeah and even and even then a lot of times you know the objective was go into this instance and you know beat this there was a couple bosses but there's also like kill certain enemies do certain feats yeah and 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 i i just you know that's i think one of the most criminal parts about ff14 is that the overworld feels so goddamn empty all the time yes all the time all the time and 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 I I wish that they would use that blank slate a little bit uh, a, a little bit better because I, I I think that you know and and you know you probably can't do it in this expansion but I think like get away from fates like fates were fine but like the community is so bored with it they're very uninspired yeah and we. we uh, MMOs the used to for own- the random ass like crossover shit, and then for the actual fourteen content, do something else. Like the MMOs before FF fourteen only had overworlds, right? Like a lot of them instanced dungeons or instanced, you know, doing a We're separate instance for each party was difficult. It was technically taxing, right? Yeah. Um, and now that it just seems like now that you can instance everything, why wouldn't you? And that makes sense for dungeons. That makes sense for certain things. And Raids. it makes sense for matchmaking. It doesn't make sense for everything. And I think that they've got a blank canvas that they've really just filled up with fates and hunts. And that sucks. I think that that's that's so boring. Well, it all comes back to the way that they're designing it now and, and how rigid it has to be. You know, they want to be able to plug and play with different aspects of the game but in order to be able to plug in puzzle pieces they have to be a very specific shape and you cannot deviate from that or it fucks up everything but, right like why can't they look at the stuff from 11 that worked in overworld like because it's a at, failure of a like, game one of the coolest one of the coolest things in 11 was the the shit with the astral candescence and like yes um so like you know if, if it was in um like El Zabi or whatever you would have bonuses but when it was stolen by the beastmen you could like couldn't use the teleporter and right. you didn't have the buffs and so you had to go steal it back and you team up like that's cool overall content that actually like it doesn't break the game but it affects your gameplay and i feel like shit like that is what we need and it makes and it makes the world feel more alive like it, it makes it makes it the does. world feel like like there are, are consequences the beastmen, yes the beastmen are a threat you yes. know they're not just hanging out in their camps waiting for us to come in and attack them like they're you know it's just ugh. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, especially with the increase in graphics and power and the ability to, to you know, uh, compute variables so quickly, like, there's no reason that some of these really compelling features in FF11 couldn't be not carried over one for one, but interpreted for FF14. Sure. They're ignoring all the stuff that worked. I agree. I agree. They they're They're ignoring a lot of what the player base liked about 11 uh you know and just not even feels like not even trying it in ff14 mm-hmm. well and when they do they're like okay people liked 11 let's give them a shantato crossover where they do fates can i just do not fates anything but fates or hunts both of those suck but they make the overworld feel full uh. and again and again both of those are like you know 
if you God if you, damn it, Josh. If you can get there before the timer, then there's a good chance you're going to get credit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's just it's so I don't know. It's so boring. When were hunts even actually a thing? I didn't even do them this this expansion. No, I haven't done it this expansion at all. Yeah, yeah, I've done them if I just happen to be by one when someone calls it out. Last time I think I did one was in Heaven's Word. Like seriously tried to do it? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, just at all? At all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I'm just not interested in them. There's no reason to be. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I don't know. That's the, all of that shit is frustrating to me. So I, I, I'd like to just point a little thing out. What's right. that? So, so we finally got for the first time in, gosh, I mean, how, how long ago did we learn about even the idea of Eureka? And this is the first concrete bit of information we've got about it. And it lasted us all of 20 minutes. Yeah. Don't like, worry. Remember how they're like, they have to talk about Eureka. They have to. Well, to be fair, they did. <laughs> They did yeah, talk about Eureka. Okay, hmm. they they did. They talked about it. I don't count it. that. I think what talked. we I think they what we said. They need to have a Eureka live letter. The, I think what we and that's said. That's what I thought this was going to be. I, no, that's what we all that's thought it was going to be. be. But I think what we said was that they can't not talk about it. Like they can't say nothing about it. Yes. yes. So there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, they could have just been like, "Well, that castle in the trailer is Eureka done. We've talked about it." They could have. Yeah. <laughs> True. Let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. So this next part here, uh, I really wish Juxta was here for this. So we could get some some professional expertise. Oh, Cri- boy. Criticism. Introducing the fashion report. I don't even know where this came from. Like, they talk about this like it's something they've they've either told us about or they've been working on. But I, this is the first time like I feel like I've heard of it. So it said, we showed live gameplay of the new fashion report feature. This is done on a weekly basis, and the theme will change once a week. The theme will be updated on Tuesday, and checks will begin on Friday. By participating in these fashion reports, the items available from the store will increase. I don't know what they mean by the store. I don't think they mean the cash shop. Somebody who uh, translated the Japanese. Yeah, let us know what that means. Uh, There are items which can only be obtained via this method. So this is how the fashion report works. You're going to talk to an NPC. You're going to learn what the theme is for the week. Uh, For example, the theme may be summer. Mention keywords like summer, natural, Near Eastern style for each part of the gear. Now, what you then have to do is style yourself to this theme and then go back and check with the fashion guy. And he basically evaluates you. And based on how close you are to what the correct answer is, the gear he was looking for, you get MGP. Oh, good. Another piece of worthless currency. That's this whole system. Jesus Christ. But fucking so, fashion show. They don't show the correct answer, so you have to exchange information. So they're like, I was, like, I, don't, I mean, I, the concept of it, okay, oh, like, I was wearing this and got this many points. I was wearing this and got this many points. Let's try mixing it up. But who's really going to be that invested in it? Oh, no Especially one. only for 10,000 no MGP. Give me, like, 200K and maybe I'll do it. Yeah. Like, 10K? Uh, and they you can 10K? Receive, That's I, nothing. It says that by participating, you can earn 10K. If you can earn higher than 80 points, you will receive more mgp How much more but but here's the thing this this just proves the 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 line of development that square Enix has when they're looking at a game right they it's it's like they look at the actual gameplay raids in dungeons as like this secondary kind of like it's always gonna be there so it doesn't really matter how much we put into it but we need to make sure we keep giving them new stuff that we're never going to touch ever again someone is gonna have to update this every week 
Someone is going to have to put new glamours in there each and every single week. Well, I bet someone makes like a catalog of them beforehand. And then but the point is this, them. though. This might be fun for the first week or two, and maybe you will have your fucking RP idiots who, who religiously do this every single day. But in the grand scheme of things, is this the type of content that you want your sub money to be going towards? Who, I mean, who doesn't have absolute fucking gobs of mgp from doing lottos you know what i mean like you can just do you can do three lotto scratches and get the same amount than having to go through and buy the gear and but what it, it just seems this is so stupid I might even go as far as to say this is worse than Lords of Verminion. Just nobody asked for this. No, no, like, no actually, Especially because, hold on. Like, is, I bet somebody only- did. No, I bet one person <laughs> at a Q&A somewhere asked for something like this. But, and they're but, like, oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're going to pass that on. That, that's such a good idea. You want, but people have actually been asking for Blitzball in the gold sauce. Oh, like, why wouldn't you actually put still, time into things that people would play? Here's the thing, Nika. They're probably Unlike still working shit. on that. They're still working on Blitzball. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. This is just something that one of the other, you know, little sections of developers that they have closeted into a space somewhere with no food and water has came up with to earn their weekly check. I don't think I don't know that we're going to be getting Blitzball. The, the last time we heard about it, they said, yes, we're doing Blitzball. We're just trying to figure out like a certain way to. No, I just don't. I don't know. Do I just don't think that we're ever going to see it. That we'll they're going to say that before we see anything us. better. I just I don't think we're ever going to see it. I mean, and when we do see it, it's not going to be. It's no, not no, gonna I mean, be I would love it if it's like PvP. Actually, no, no, it's going to be bullshit. It's yeah, no, that's it, it, that's why I say we're never going to get Blitzball because it's not going to be the thing that we want. I'll play Blitzball all day, every day. If all it's right, PvP. but we might get a pile of shit that's been labeled as Blitzball. See, what what if you could only get MGP out of Blitzball? What point is there to doing Blitzball now? <laughs> Yay! I mean, well, fun, they're I'll they're adding it. unique stuff to this fashion store, though. So even if you have gobs of MGP, you have to complete this to get more access. <sighs> oh, no, okay, that's fair. Like, no, it's not. No, it's stupid. Not. This is dumb. All of it, it's dumb. I don't want that system. Though. It's all dumb and bad. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's let's kind of we're bouncing a, a, around a lot in the uh, in the outline here. Uh, we did not talk about job adjustments. Okay, and we're going to need to talk about job adjustments. <laughs> Are we no, going to need? No, we to? don't. We can. We can we just sure skip do. over it. No, we, we sure can just do. Skip. Look, because we don't have to start, talk about this. Let's mm-hmm. start right at the very top, shall we? No. Yep. Let's can we skip right? Paladin, right over. Nope. Stop right now. Their damage output was a bit too high. Too high. So we got to lower <sighs> their DPS just a smidgen. No. No DPS. Just a little bit. But <laughs> on the DPS flip side. Nothing. The DPS for both Warrior and Dark Knight will be increased. So for Warriors, uh, we're gonna they're gonna lower the effect of Storm's Eye a little, but we'll be increasing the potency of other actions. And they've also made system changes to Inner Release and Berserk. And uh, for Dark Knight, they're gonna increase their usability in general. So apparently, Paladin Paladins were outperforming up. the other tanks. So yeah. that has been that's right. That's been adjusted. They were, they were right they on par it. with the other tanks. Finally. Right, but now you're Finally. you've been nerfed, and, and 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 just for added measure, they buff the other ones. Yeah, and again, so the second time where Warrior finally falls a little bit behind, they cry for one patch and get fixed. Whereas again, Paladins can't have their patch of glory. Oh no, gotta drop them back down. I thought that you were waiting for the Monk patch anyway. 
Yeah, that's never happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, guess what? Either is Paladins being viable in anything ever. Yep, so guess what? Fuck Paladin. I'm running Samurai next patch 100%. The, the thing is, is that it's just... It's Done. It's only, it's only... We're just going to lower their DPS. It's not... We're going to increase their... We're, we're going to increase their defensive capabilities. No, none nope. of that. No. Nope. There's no trade-off. Straight nerf. You guys were just too damn good. Stop it. This is your own fault. Stop performing and you'll be fine. Were paladins like out parsing warriors? Probably not. I was going to say. Um, they were all kind of on par depending on your skill level, honestly. All three tanks could ba- bounce so back. So that sounds accurate. Level. It was good. It was balanced. It was decent. Sounds and like sound like sounds like again. Sounds like warriors have been a bunch of crybabies again. Yep. <laughs> again. It's always the warriors. How many t- how many goddamn times? Do we have to go through this? Literally every time. Would you say that warriors are maybe the the FF11 samurai of FF14? Um, I think that that reference is a little bit convoluted. A little bit. Okay. A little bit nice convoluted. Yeah. I will say this, though, is that I've never seen somebody cry about a 2% decrease in DPS so damn much. Wow. Seriously. Wow. You fucking thin-skinned warriors. You I number slot. Like like honestly, like I I know that you guys are like your whole shtick is like blood tanking and that you don't have very good defense, but if you could have th- th- skin like just thicker than a micron, that would be nice. Like it would be nice to just see warriors shut the fuck up for a while. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. No. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, machinist has had the potency of hypercharged decreased. Grats, machinists. Okay. Uh, summoners, the potency of their area of, uh, of effect attacks has been decreased. Wow, nerfs all over the place. Uh, black mages are seeing an increase in potency on fire four. So, or is that six? Oh, four. That's four. Four. Fire four. Uh, the proc duration for thunder. We really don't spells. know how Roman numerals work. <laughs> and fire three will be extended. Uh, the recast time for ethereal manipulation is being decreased, and the recast time for transpose has been decreased. So all across the board, really, really good changes for black mage there. Uh, for monks, wind tackle will now apply greased lightning. That is interesting. All right. So hopefully it won't be falling off in between mobs now. That's what you guys always complained about, right? Yeah, and also the thing is, is that the only changes Monk got to Stormblood was like, depending on what stance you're in, Shoulder Tackle does a thing. It was the stupidest thing. To, it's so dumb. So what, now that like... What was the wind, thing? I mean, like, what, for... Um, if you were in Earth stance, then it, it did a knockback. If you were in Fire stance, it did like a smidgen of extra damage. I don't even remember what Wind Tackle mm-hmm. originally did. Well, so now, now it applies but, Grease Lightning. But but the thing is, is that you have to actually switch to Fists of Wind. So it's going to be an interesting mechanic All now because people just stayed in Fists of Fire like normal. Mm-hmm. So... Now it's going to actually be, oh, maybe I should be switching these stances now. So it's definitely... Stance dancing. Well, and I mean, that's what... It sounds like a good change. tries to encourage that a lot. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a good change. Yep. Uh, Brotherhood's effect will apply to the user as well now. It'll make it much easier to open a chakra. Yeah, Brotherhood is the one that increases your party member's uh, damage up. So now it goes to you. Oh, and it never affected you? That's weird. No. The uh, recast time for Mantra and Perfect Balance has also been decreased. So uh, Monk's seen some pretty good changes as well. Yes, Good, thank God. Uh, scholars changes as a healing effect from excogitation. That thing will now execute when the effect duration ends. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume it's probably a good thing for scholars. They also said that we have made adjustments to the other two healers as well to increase their usability. 
Okay. All right. Cool. Great. Yeah, X, Xcog right. is the one where when the um, HP of the ta- or of whoever you cast it on gets to fifty, it automatically heals. So the thing is, is that if it HP never got to fifty, it would just wear off. Now it's saying it'll also heal them when the dura- like when it's time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that seemed like go. that's probably something that probably should have been in there. Yeah, agreed. The because you can completely waste yeah. it because it uses a uh, Ether's Blow stack. Yeah. To cast. yeah. So that's all the uh, the the job adjustments. Now, one of the one of the things that I actually really liked, and I can't wait. Like, like we might get to be able to do an entire segment based on this depending on how it shakes out but with the uh square enix has figured out a way to solve the housing crisis i i see that yes so uh there's now now, honestly outside of buff bayako i mean there were there were three big talking points in, Uh in 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 so far for this uh live letter uh the first one obviously being kefka Mm -hmm. the second one being buff bayako and the third one being housing is fucked Housing is fucked. Well, specifically, well, people with houses people game the are fucked. Yep. Because now you can only own a single FC and individual house per, uh, uh, what is it? It's, it's per service account. Per service account per, uh, per world. world. Wow. So those so people you have who have characters in one world. Yeah, yeah. Those people who have like entire fucking uh um subdivisions wards, yeah, wards all yeah. to themselves. Now here's my question. Yeah. What do they plan on doing? Like do people who already have them just get to keep it until released or is there going to be like this mass relinquishment mass exodus of, oh, yeah. of yeah, there should there should be a mass I mass demolition. Yeah, I think there should be some kind of thing that's like please choose which house you would like to keep. This one. No, All right. No, what, the rest this, of them have been demolished. Yes. What you should have to do is, is you don't even get you have to go in and demolish them yourself. If you don't, the you first ones that you bought or the last ones that you bought are the ones you get to keep and everything else is auto demolished because that will be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We could do a show just on that alone. I mean, yeah. we could actually. Oh, my God. People would so actually amazing. be able to buy houses, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Uh, on top of like, that. I might adding, actually get one on top of them, adding another six wards and, so, and, and and appropriate subdivisions to all four plots. It, it, I'm actually whatever. really excited for this. Yeah. Fuck all you housing gamers. Oh god, no! It's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, no. it's going to be amazing. But like, I've, I've been saving Gil. I'm ready for this. I'm and, ready. And, and I hope they don't get reimbursed any of their Gil. Oh either. yeah, no. I, oh, don't, I, don't. Don't. I mean, they're no, they're not going to do that because it's Square though. Enix, and Square yeah. Enix is too obsessed which with everything which being which fair. Which gets demolished? It's going to use the current demolishing system, and it's going to give them back the percentage of whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're still losing a little bit, but man, ha ha ha! Take that tax out. Kotaku and Polygon are going to be all over this. We might get something from from a motherboard too. Oh, crying about man. it. Oh, it's going to be a good week. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. Um, fuck all of those people. Every if single one. If of you're them. really upset about this, it means that you were a piece of shit that was mon- uh, manipulating the market uh, before. And uh, you deserve it. You you deserve one one. Uh, uh, li- the name of that episode, the Big Short. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! It will, it, dude. It will be sort of like <laughs> the housing market. FF, crash. FF fourteen is 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 the bank, and they are foreclosing on a oh, shitload of homes. Be amazing. I mean, those- also, did you see the uh, resale restrictions? Ho ho ho! I did not see the resale restrictions. So it says that after you relinquish a plot. It's unavailable for instant purchase. So you can't just sell it off to someone and say, hey, I've got to demolish my house. You can come buy it. Um, it. It will be a random time where it's reinstated where that land can be purchased. And that time is not posted anywhere. So so now people can't <laughs> buy up houses just to resell them either. Just right? to resell them. Good job, yep. Square Enix. You're fucking learning. Uh, it only took them, what, two years? Oh, my God. <laughs> two years to In figure this shit patches? out? 
Up why? Until, up, up until this point, they're like, well, why don't we just add more houses? My question, it's my, not working. My question is, why didn't they do this two years ago? You're like, this makes so much sense. Like, after you relinquish, you can't just buy it right away. Done. Oh, that's my done, ex- Nika. That is exactly that is exactly what the fuck I'm saying. Or, like, or even it, the whole on limit face, thing too. Just limiting one house per character on its face. All of these different restrictions are like, yep, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It like ticks all of the boxes, and it's like. Why? What, what prevented us from doing this two years ago? When they first came out. What prevented this from happening when you had a vibrant player economy <laughs> and people logging in <laughs> and plots that were in demand? What happened? Why? We, uh... What, can they someone, wanted the bad press because no press uh, is bad someone, press, Please, right? someone fucking explain this to me. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Because you would think like, oh, I, well, then Square Enix has got to be getting something for, for doing that. But they didn't. It's just digital goddamn money. Uh, Nobody gives a fuck. I can't even play devil's advocate to that. Why did this take two years? Someone explain it to me. This has been a fucking problem since housing came out. It took two years for you to analyze the data to figure out, well, we've got to restrict how many houses can be owned. I mean, fuck, if you didn't know that that was a problem back in heaven's word. When, when, no, no. The very first time that housing plots were put out there and people were butthurt, they didn't get them. That's when you should have said, oh. We should probably limit how many houses they can own. Fucking Christ, it's because, dude. like, if they had implemented this from the very beginning, nobody would have given a shit. No! But now that they're implementing it two years later, people that do have a ton of houses are going to throw a hissy fit. They could have avoided all of this by just limiting houses in the first place. It's so, like, such a big oversight. I don't understand. It is. Uh, and I, I, I just, uh, I feel like anyone who really has felt dicked around by the housing in FF14, they probably, I, I think... You know, first of all, probably relieved to see this. But I, I, if I was if I was one of them, I'd be furious that it took this long. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think the the only solace we get is all of those RP guilds who own entire wards or two that are going to be losing all of that now. All the furniture that's inside of it, all the hours that went into it. They are. But the thing fucked. is, that just. RP on your main character and fucking deal with it. Well, no, 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 no. Characters to RP with, with no, all Nika, their own houses. Do you not? Do you not remember uh, around the time that they opened up these servers and I think there was like a big mass exodus from like the big popular ones to like Mateus, which was extremely underpopulated, and there was a group of people like like three or four friends that because th- there just wasn't the population, they were able to buy all those houses. Not even because they were screwing other people out. There just wasn't anyone there to buy them. And the only reason that those group of friends played, like one or two of them may have done raiding other stuff too, but the main thing they did was to get together and basically plan out how they're going to design these houses. They talked about how they had like a museum and like a granary, and, and they basically turned this ward into a town. Like, that's what they did. That's what FF14 is to them. And now they get to keep two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Two. For those people, I'm a little sorry. But I think everybody else is gonna cry over it. So it's gonna be so worth it. Um I don't I don't Because a lot of people originally bought up entire wards to resell. So at that least too. those, assholes fuck those can't people do that anymore. Yes, fuck those people for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. There's probably like maybe, yeah, like you said, one or two people that like wanted to make a theme and they had a ton of bun- they had a ton of money to be able to do Ooh, it. King Glaxia said allegedly it is not retroactive, so the people who have multiple houses will get to keep mm. what they have. I hope not. That's alleged. I hope that's not yeah. the case. Yeah. Or I hope it's like they log in and it's like in forty five days your house is getting demolished regardless unless you demolish your other ones. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, um, any any anything to to wrap us up to close us out? Not really. I mean, that's the biggest stuff. There it, was also the really glamour is. commodes the and glamour shit. Bullshit. Do yeah. we really want to go? I mean, I feel no, like. no. That that's the thing. Like, yes, there was a lot in this live letter, but just like previous patches, it looks like there's a lot there, but there honestly isn't. Yeah. Really. Perform gets new instruments. That's kind of cool. I'll Shut be, up. I'll, no, I'll be looking forward to seeing new music remixes on YouTube because, admittedly, that's one of the funnest things to do in this game right yeah, now. That, until they get the taken down. Until yeah. they get taken down. Uh, by the way, uh, Jade Stoa, the uh, Four Lords side story quest tied in with the main scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, some parts will be separated. The new instance dungeon Hell's Lid ties in with the story of the Four Lords. Oops. So that it's not optional then, like the uh, Warring Triad was. This it's is, I mean, it's main scenario tie-in. Or well, it ties in. So I think it's gonna like, like you'll be introduced to them through the main. Yeah. What I uh, here's my guess is that you've got to get to X point in the MSQ. Something will happen in the MSQ, and then that unlocks the the next. Mm-hmm. You know the the Four Lords uh, storyline. Yeah. Sort of like. Um, What's the the one masked kid in uh, Heaven's Word that really ukulele? Never, yeah, ukulele. Mm-hmm. Never really got a good payoff with him. No, we didn't. No, nope, he's. It's because they're he optional, the, so he, he has joined to the stay in the area. We like offered him like a position. He's yeah. he's a scion. I know. Yeah, I, 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 it's just he's uh, like like you would think if you set him up in that way in Heaven's Word that pretty pretty like you know by the second patch in in Stormblood. Uh, we might be revisiting him or he might be, you know, setting up some machinations that are going to be. No, none of that is happening. He's just sitting there in in Minfilia's old office. Because they don't require that. It was stupid because he had a pretty interesting story. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. that would be like, yeah, but people don't have to do this content. So he has to stay out of the way for those people who haven't done it yet. Right. That's so that's, ugh, stupid. He's just hanging out in that office, like smelling Min- Minfilia do. <laughs> uh anyway so. creepy little bugger he is isn't he, he sure i is. feel like once you do like once you get through one whole patch cycle you can assume even if your player character has not done that content that time has passed and that character has moved on which is why like you know i was complaining about if you haven't done the monk story you'd have no idea that vetergut was doing things and he should have been there for that lakshmi fight like you can assume now two patches passed that even if we haven't done the monk story he has done all of those things because time has passed so, like, they should include those side characters in the main story when it makes sense, even if people haven't done the content. I, mean, I don't we, see why at, that at would be v- impossible. At the very least, we should have at least seen him doing something in Alamigo. Mm-hmm. You know? Because his monks, the monk story ties right in with it. Yeah. Square Enix says no. Did they, uh, did no. they forget about that? Maybe I mean I like know. I can't I can't imagine why they wouldn't they wouldn't like, take Alamigo that opportunity. Is we so much monk. Look, Rich history. We know that the way that some of these cutscenes and story are written and designed is that there are certain departments are in charge of different things. Uh, back when everybody uh, was going uh, uh, 
head over heels for the Dark Knight storyline. You know, in I think it was a live letter Yoshi mentioned, you know, everyone likes the Dark Knight stuff. You know, those guys are working on, and he said something else. You know, we know that you like their stuff. We'll put them on more things. It's, it's this type of stuff that leads me to believe that the development of this game is so compartmentalized that the Monk team did a really good job, right? Like, they're doing Vitor yeah, quests. They look at all the other lore and stuff, and, and, like, they write a really, really good, compelling story. But because they are compartmentalized from the MSQ people, the MSQ people don't know that they did that. So they're not going to think, oh, you know, it would make sense since Vitor Gelt's doing those things. We should even just have him in the background somewhere. He should just be in the because background there's the no communication. Fight and be there. He should have just been there. That's it. He there's no communication be between anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. And yep. it really upsets me. Oh, it's, it's fucking frustrating. It's frustrating because I think, you know, like, it was, it was not always like that. It's pretty clear that A Realm Reborn had a very clear vision mm-hmm. that that they took their time with. And it seems like every successive expansion after that, it, it, it's it's like less significantly less and less effort is being put forth. They're like the CW TV superhero shows. Terrible. I mean, I, I what I what what confuses me is why they think they could get away with that after the reception of 1.0. Because if if I had put out a product like 1.0 and it was received like that, and I had to pull it and remake it, for every successive patch afterward, I would be trying to step up my game and step it up and step it up and step it up to get it to, to build it to a fever pitch where your the players, the people who have been playing this game since 1.0 are going, this is better than WoW could have even hoped to deliver. Two reasons. Your first reason is that, uh, honestly, they they think they are. In their eyes, like all this bullshit they say about, you know, the high sub count and it's doing great and we're making the best content, that they're that they actually believe that. They're not smelling their own farts on that one. They know the actual data. Then then what they're doing is just lying to our face and hoping that 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 we don't call basically the P or or that the people who are calling them are such a small minority that everyone else just keeps eating it up. Yeah. It's possible. It's one of those two things. It's possible. Man, I was hoping I was hoping to be pleasantly surprised that, by that this would turn, turn turn your mood around a little bit. Yeah, no, and it worked, did it? No. Uh, well, uh, next week because because let's see the uh, the patch actually comes out on the the thirtieth. All right, so we'll have to do one more show before we get to actually talk about the patch. So Ooh, good. If we have patch notes, we'll get to cover those. But the other thing you had to look forward to next time is uh, Nova Chrysalis did an interview with Yoship. And there's uh there's a few little tidbits in there. It's actually kind of long winded, and 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 I just kind of copy and paste everything. So I'm glad I have a chance now to go back and prune some stuff before we do it. I bet you that's where a lot of the info that the chat was yelling at us no. from. I mean, I read through it. So oh, okay. no, it's not. It's no. not. No. Where the fuck are they pulling that shit from? Mr. I, I Happy's really video. Like, that's like five people. Really? Said. Are oh, you fucking Mr. shit me? Because Mr. Happy did Get live train translations himself. Get right? the fuck well, out of here. He has people that do it on his channel, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, I, and I get it, but it's like, dude, come on now. If I At this point, like, am I going to report on some shit that Mr. Happy said? No. <laughs> fuck that. Why would I do that? Well, I mean, we report on shit that Gamerscape says all the time. Gamerscape is an actual no, gaming I, outlet for news. I, I know. Not some bullshit streamer that thinks he's the fucking god of streaming. I'm kidding. I'm not. We love you, Happy. I don't. Sort of. Sadie. Sometimes. I like Sly. 
I can't wait for I can't wait for someone to clip that part and just send it to him without context. Any context whatsoever. <laughs> right. Twitter wars. That oh oh honey you don't <laughs> you don't want to start none of that shit. Uh, I did. I fucking I start Twitter wars for fun. You know what? I'm gonna challenge you. Oh no! I'm gonna issue a challenge, and it doesn't even have to be soon. So you can take your time if you want. But I challenge you to start a Twitter war with XQC. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm. You might, you might, I might have to get into some virtue signaling territory right there. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, that's fine. I mean, you, I, I you, because you got to put it. I poked him a little bit, but I've gone largely unnoticed. You, but but you've he does got, see the small tweets. Holy shit, dude! You've got, you've got to really ramp that shit up if you're, if you want to do it. And that, and the thing is, is if I do it to XQC, there's no way that that doesn't make it on checkpoint. That's fair. That's that's an interesting challenge. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting challenge. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, so uh, that's going to be it for Limit Break Radio. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of misinformation oh, and yeah, lies. We, I, I think we 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 peaked over two hundred at some point. Well, two hundred people got massively misinformed on what uh, is going to exist in four point two. <laughs> Let me tell you. I think everyone who listened to the live letter is probably still pretty misinformed. I'm I'm just I'm just saying like 4.2 is going to come out and it's going to be Eureka and then we're going to get 4.25 and it's going to be everything else. <laughs> Everyone's going to be really Waiting confused. Everyone's going to be that super be, confused. That would be the best. <laughs> Limitbreakradio.com if you want to subscribe to the podcast, get it downloaded to your mobile device or your desktop every single week. That's all over at LimitBreakRadio.com. Good job being a crew of three today. No problem. I mean, it's not like they do a whole lot. No. Yeah. But I mean, like, the thing is, is that when you got five in here, there's usually two people that cannot do anything or can, you know, kind of relax and not have to worry about yeah. saying things. Mm-hmm. When there's three, everyone's got to got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't let that silence pop up there at all. A couple of times it did. Eh, just a little bit. That's all right. I don't the know. Dramatic I, don't, effects. I don't think if that that was so much we didn't know what to say. Like like we're like we were at a loss for words, but it was because of stupidity. Yeah, look, like right now, like I just I don't know what to say. <laughs> because of you fill in the blank. Not that I don't have anything to say. I just literally don't know what to say about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have nice things to say anymore. That's my problem. I want to find nice things to say about this game because some part of me still likes it you yeah. know like when i when i do when and i we do, want to love it when i do log in when i do get the free time to log in which actually you know it doesn't happen as much as i want it to anymore but when i do get the free time to log in i do generally enjoy myself the problem is is that i have been taking that approach ever since Stormblood came out, mm-hmm. where I have not been logging in every day. I have not been doing my dailies. I have not been keeping up on this shit. And I've noticed something in doing that. Okay. It is totally fine for Square Enix. They don't care that I'm not logging in every day. They're not giving me a valid reason to log in every day. They're not challenging me mm-hmm. as a player, and I'm not seeing any consequence because of it. As a player, as a podcast host, that's different. People slam me all the time. They make fun of me for not knowing shit. That's fine. I can take all of your barbs all day, every day, because you know what? You ain't shit, and I am. I'm I'm sitting behind the big microphone. You're listening to me. I'm not listening to you. That's why I don't give a shit if you talk shit about me all fucking day. Doesn't matter. 
I'm the, you're the one tuning in for my mm-hmm. shit. I'm not tuning in for your shit. Yeah, see, I, I need them to drop the sub cost. If they drop the sub cost, 100% fine with it. Because you're right, I don't really log in that much. I do for some reset days to play with people here and there. Right. And I do enjoy myself when I'm on, not because of the game, but because of the people I'm streaming for. Right. But it's not worth it. I, I, I feel ripped off that they're taking, you know, 15 bucks of mine every single month for a game that... I play three or four times where, where, you know, content is not meeting deadlines, you know, yeah, we've, we've heard Eureka was coming in 4.15 and then no, it's been pushed back to 4.2 and now it's pushed back. Yeah. So who wants to bet it's going to actually be 4.3? I mean, that's probably three, five. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they'll probably do? They'll probably do some PVP shit in uh, 4.25 instead who knows i mean we're getting pvp new map already maybe that crystal tower maybe maybe we are (laughs) maybe maybe that'll be held back for 4.25 that's the thing is that dude when when it's almost meaningless to cover these when yoshi p changes his mind so goddamn often about when the deadline for shit is yeah, in fact, the reason we were wrong earlier was probably because as we were doing the show, Yoshi P went back and edited those forum posts to change the information. Yeah. So That's take, why. So take that, you sons of bitches. 4.2 gate. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that's going to be it. Coming up next, we've got uh, the latest episode of Checkpoint Radio. That's, of course, on our live, live stream. If you're listening on the podcast, you can go ahead and follow us, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, and join us each and every single Sunday. That's how you can join this program live. If you want to call in, tell us that we're dumb, tell us that we're right, or tell us that we're gods. You can do all three of them if you want. That's uh, but, you, but to do that, you got to join us each and every single Sunday, starting at 1 p.m. Well, technically 4 p.m. for Limit Break Radio, but the whole day starts at 1 p.m. We're over, assholes on all our shows. Over on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Guys, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio today. Appreciate having you along and uh, and always appreciate uh, all of our callers as well. It's good to hear from you guys. It's been an interesting conversation. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I was never wrong. I've always been right. Always so, right. Always right. So, uh, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Stick around. Checkpoint Radio is coming up next here on our live Twitch stream. I want to thank my crew, my truncated crew today. Uh, you know, Juxta couldn't be here because uh, he's got a sick family. Callie doesn't show up anymore because he just fucking hates you guys. Uh, But uh, Kahlo and Nika for being here. Welcome. And uh, I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kala Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Mary Kennett, Nexi and Theta, Hirsch Fersh, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. 
Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. <laughs> 